It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Mornings with Ian Smith, bringing you the 2023 Karaka Million Barriers announcement live on SENZ. Yes, uh, welcome into uh, a very important uh, hour of racing here on SENZ. It's such an important uh, date on the racing calendar, looked forward to by uh, experts uh, and uh, casual punters alike and just people that want to get involved in the racing industry uh, and make something very special of it. Uh, this is your time of the year and it's happening this Saturday at Pukakoi Park as a new venue while they uh, renovate uh, Ellerslie and get that back up to scratch. Uh, Pukakoi Park is uh, the venue this time around and it's time... Uh, to head uh, into the studio where uh, both Louis Herman Watt and Mark Clayton are there. Of course, uh, both of uh, Louis and uh, Mark are uh, absolutely part of uh, this racing team here on SENZ. And for you guys, I would imagine it's uh, super exciting as well. But we've got some very important business, Louis, to attend to, starting with you guys right now. Yeah, I don't know how many times I claim it to be Christmas on the racing calendar in a year, but if I could actually determine one Christmas, it would be Karaka Millions Night, um, Smithy. And I've made the argument a couple of times. I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure the collection of equine talent, Clado, we have compiled for this Saturday, out at Pukekohe Park, as Smithy rightly points out, probably would be as good, if not the best, we have ever seen. Yeah, have been really spoilt this year, Louis. Good morning to Smithy and Craig Baker and Louis and yourself and all our listeners. But yeah, no, it just got better and better, hasn't it? It has. Two million dollar races now. Um, so much interest around the three-year-old classic, Legato, Wild Night, Prowess, the match race that could be. But it is the two-year-old million dollar race, the uh, Karaka million, that is the one that can make and break. And Craig, morning to you. Thanks for coming in. You have held that bit of paper so close to your chest. No leaks, but very important business. Yeah, very important, Louis. Thanks, uh, thanks for letting, letting me come in and announce the barrier draw. So, yeah, um, you happy for me to start? I would love you to start, Craig. Perfect. Double tree by Hilton Karaka, million two-year-old. Number one, Troy Bian, six. Number two, Taikyo Tycoon, 14. Number three, Dapper, 10. Number four, Taliska, seven. Number five, Balance of Power, 15. Number six, Fava. Valo, 13. Number 7, Impenda Bell, 5. Ethereal Star, number 8. John Barrier, 3. Number 9, Believe in Magic, 9. Number 10, Rhetorical, 8. Number 11, Eula Nova, 1. Number 12, Orgallo, 12. Number 13, Shoes, 11. Number 14, She Turns Heads, number 2. Barrier 2, sorry. And number 15, First ballot sticks to, stick to the orders barrier four. Right. So initially, first thoughts, and we'll go through those again before we get to the three-year-old Smithy. But Tokyo Tycoon was at fourteen, Craig. That's right. Yep. And Trobriand Tro six, Impendable five, Ethereal Star three, Ulanova one. 
where she'll be able to use her gate speed, Clado. So just a, a few on the top of the market there. What's your headline? That's really key. All and over, drawing barrier one. Taikeo, Tycoon out in 14, but Ethereal Star in three. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, uh, obviously, it's a pretty decent draw for Tropiana, even though six can be a little bit tricky, but you've got... Um, I won't put words in his mouth, but potentially got Opie on, on that. Um, yet to decide, of course. But, um, yeah, Ethereal Star 3 and um, Impenda Bell 5. Yeah. Has he just made his mind up now, well, do you think? Well, uh, Smithy, you know more than anyone how magic that man is on this night. So Tokyo Tycoon 14, Troy Brianne 6. How good from a sporting sense, forget racing, how good from a sporting sense and how big of a name is Opie Bossom when we talk about big moments? Well, he's number one. I mean, I just spent the weekend in the company of a lot of uh, racing aficionado and uh, OP Boston's decision, um, which he will be making as we speak, uh, was high on the agenda. Fellas, I can tell you that, just which way he's going to go because uh, he has the option. Uh, of course, uh, Mark Walker has uh, such a vested interest uh, with his runners in the race, so many of them. So they'll be mixing and mingling now, the Tiakao people, how they're going to put the, their jockeys on and, and starting to talk about tactics because one or two of their uh, runners, of course, have not drawn that favourably, I think it's fair to say, uh, and Ty- uh, Tokyo Tycoon being one of them. So, yeah, and you're, you're dead right. They're Tokyo Tycoon 14, Trubriand 6, Impendabelle 5, Ethereal Star 3. Now, before we get to the three-year-old Crocker Classic, Craig, I reckon we should rattle through all of those again because there'll be so many people watching live on SENZ Facebook. Great to have your company. Uh, and around the country and all our frequencies in the SENZ app. We'll talk to Mark Walker, Tony Pike, King Kelso a little bit later on, but we'll just grab those numbers again from you, Craig. Okay, so number one, Troy Bian, six. Number two, Tokyo Tycoon, 14. Number three, Dapper, 10. Number four, Taliska, seven. Number five, Balance of Power, 15. Number six, Fava Velo, 13. Number seven, Impenda Bell, five. Number eight, Ethereal Star, three. Number 9, Believe in Magic, 9. Number 10, Rhetorical, 8. Number 11, Ula Nova, 1. Number 12, Orgullo, 12. Number 13, Shoes, 11. Number 14, She Turns Heads, 2. And number 15, First Ballot, Stick to the Orders, 4. Right, double eight, double three. come through. Who is the big winner? You've heard that barrier announcement twice now. Who is the big winner, the big loser? We'd love to hear from you. We'll get your feedback throughout the hour but Craig, the Karaka Classic, as I said, is a match race potentially on the hands. A lot of very keen, interested owners. Should we crack in? Okay, race six, the Karaka Million three-year-old classic. Number one, Wild Knight, two. Number two, Desert Lightning, nine. Number three, Sacred Satono, 12. Number four, Dynastic, three. Number five, Devastate, four. Number six, The Intimidator, 10. Number seven, Channel Surfer, 11. Number eight, Caffrey, six. Number nine, Legato, one. Number 10, Prowess, five. Number 11, Wessex, eight. And number 12, 397. Righty-ho. So, and this is like this is like playing at home trying to count your lotto numbers, really, isn't it, um, on a Saturday night? But as far as I've got it, Clado, we've got Legato and Barrier, one. And the heavily spruked and winning machine Wild Knight in Barrier 2 with Prowess in 5. What does that do? Because Legato, you don't say she's been tardy, but she takes her time to warm up. And that inside draw, unlike Ulanova, 
What's your gut telling you? Probably not the best draw for her, to be fair. No, but I think uh, the long straight at Pukekohe, and they do tend to fan on the corner, um, so there will be there will be space. Um, what my concern would be, I guess, if you've got a horse that does get back, sometimes it, the jockey can um, take a forward position and ride it out of its comfort zone a little bit, and 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 the horse doesn't finish off. But um, yeah, I think not the best draw, but I don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, long straight at Pukekohe. <laughs> Gentlemen, a question from uh, the back blocks here is uh, the difference in track, the length of straight compared to Ellerslie, uh, where we traditionally have this race. Are these barrier draws just as crucial as they would be at Ellerslie with the, the longer opportunity down counties? I think so. I do. I do think so. I think you never ever turn your nose up at a good barrier draw, Smithy, but I take your point. There will be the opportunity. Um, I, the good thing is we have actually seen a lot of these horses, the form that they're bringing into this race, most of them have been around Pukekohe in races recently. We do know where they usually get to in the running. A horse like Legato had to come from a wee way off to reel in well, an absolutely brilliant ride on Wessex, Wessex yeah. wasn't it? So, And we know that Wild Knight can make up ground there as well. So you're all right. It's a fair point. There is time to make up ground. But at the same time, Clado, you don't want to be getting too far back in, on any inside rail, even if they do fan. No, and, and you know, like she had to be so good to you know, win the eight carat to run down Wessex, who looked like had a winning break on her. But, geez, phenomenal effort that day. Um, we want to be giving Wild Knight a start. No, like it's, a, yeah, it's a really good race. I mean, Wild Knight was very strong in the... Um, Uncle Remus on Boxing Day, and uh, but he's yet to tick the sixteen hundred meter box, which you know there's nothing to say that he won't. But Legato's been there and done that, so yeah, it just makes for a great race. Now they've got the markets; they're keeping them up. We're going to chat to Stephen Hunt at the end of the hour. Um, they are still open right at the second. So Legato, the two dollar favourite ahead of Wild Night at three sixty. That's been the case for a while. I think Legato touched maybe a dollar eighty from mm. memory, so she has just softened a little bit. What chance, Clado, are you giving a horse like Prowess or, I mean, hey, Dynastic's last run had merit. He's been gouted now, yeah. And a, yeah. a devastate. Is, he, is this what we are trying, as racing fans and promoters of the great game? Uh, well, I, I think the runner-up in the 2000 Guineas, Desert Lightning, is right in this too. You know, he's had a run back. Um, the long straight's going to suit him. He just keeps getting better and better. Damien Lane riding the Intimidator. He looks like an out-and-out miler to me. He's just going to eat up the mile. And, boy, the horse has been flying under the radar. Sacred Satono, like, he's not out of it either. No, for sure. And why wouldn't you like Wessex? I mean, it took the length of the straight for Legato to get past Wessex, and she was used up a lot to get to the front. Um, in the eight carats, so well, the horse not... that split them skew with, we haven't seen her. Which she's raced since, but we haven't seen. She hasn't. She hasn't paid up for here. Um, Channel Surfer, the best maiden in the country. Well, you've declared that Clayto over and over again. And Damien Lane, I heard Smithy. Smithy, Damien Lane is he is headline act wherever he goes in the world. So who's he? He's on Forsman's. Is it Devastate? Uh, no, he's, uh, he's uh, set to ride the Intimidator. The, the Intimidator, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I think the and, horse that's probably the, done this yeah. most disadvantage with the draw is probably Sacred Satono because he's a horse that can sit up on the speed, but draw, drawing 12 just makes it tough for him. Uh, I was just looking too. He's uh, also riding Ethereal Star and the two-year-old. Now, Ethereal Star, uh, both for Andrew Forsman, of course, Ethereal Star has drawn particularly well at three. Uh, so don't uh, un- don't uh, discount the fact. A lot of talk about Opie Boston and our local jockeys, but uh, they have a fairly rich history. Uh, international jockeys are coming over and stealing this, and uh, I think he's got two very good candidates here. In fact, one of our texters has come in 
uh, Louis said Ethereal Star, the big winner out of the draw there, got it 31s. Get on up. Yeah, well, the beauty with that is she's come, so she's beautifully bred. Clado, the uh, damn went all right. Yes, she Ethereal did. Star. Yeah, placed in an oak, VRC Oaks. And I think won the uh, our good friend Sticko. I think either one or went really close in the McKee family vase as well. Um, so beautifully bred. She's schnitzel. She's got speed. And the beauty of it was she's come out and won a stakes race first up, debut. Then Forsman's had the opportunity to be able to do exactly what he wants with her. So you have to trust with the spring he's had. He's got her trained to the absolute minute. Um I don't know whether Ula Nova's going to see a strong 1,200 out back to the two-year-old race, but I thought the way she worked, I don't know if you, and, and if you haven't, you can go to TAB Racing, the uh, Twitter page, and you can see the track work on Monday. Clado, I thought she just worked up a storm. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's, a re- she's a real deal, ethereal star, isn't she? She's got plenty of scope about her, and you know, she can cop a buffeting. She's a big brute of a filly, so... Yeah, she's going to be riding this, and, and you know, Damien Lane, as you say, like if you're going to bring an Australian jockey over, you'd want to go to war with Damien Lane, wouldn't you? Yeah, for sure. I think she's going to be a far better three-year-old filly. Uh, we'll be talking to her about her in the Crack a Million three-year-old classic probably next year, but um, yeah, she's certainly got the speed in her legs to be competitive over 1,200. Just a quick note on the market, Smithy. Straight away, Trobriand. $3.80 Tokyo Tycoon, 5 bucks. So they have swapped positions in one foul swoop of the dulcet tones of Craig Baker. Well, that's the influence of the barrier draw, and uh, the people, a lot of people have been sitting back waiting for this moment, and uh, the odds have been sitting there right for the picking, but uh, they'll move. There'll be more movement, of course. Uh, the other big uh, factor Craig is uh, going into this is it, the track, uh, track conditions themselves. Uh, of course, people with a close eye on that. The weather leading into the event. What are we, Wednesday lunchtime now? So what are we, two and a half, uh, three days out? So what are we thinking? Yeah, well, we've um, there are isolated showers forecast, but, um, yeah, I mean, you know how fickle the weather is in Auckland. Probably unlikely to get those. So we, we are pouring on the irrigation to ensure that we've got a, a good four track at the start of racing. It's a little bit um, trickier this, with this meeting just because of the late start. But, um, yeah, we'll ensure that there's uh, plenty of give in the track. Okay, interesting. Uh, that, that's, uh, I think, a big factor, a really, really big factor there. So uh, we'll take a short break here on SENZ um, just to c- collect our thoughts about those barrier draws. Uh, don't forget that the lads are going to uh, talk to a number of uh, personalities who had a vested interest in those draws too uh, coming up uh, in the next uh, 40 minutes or so as well. So stay with us. Uh, we might get some uh, really good punting advice as well along the way. We'll be back shortly. Ready for Believe in Magic as well. Mark Walker, he's so good with his time. They're racing at Tarapa today because trainers don't stop, do you, Mark? But you've probably been posied up to your wireless and you've got one really lovely draw and one a wide one with Tokyo Tycoon. So what were your initial reactions when you heard that, mate? Uh, probably can't repeat it on the radio, Louis. Oh, <laughs> Okay, so you were hoping to draw in for Tokyo Tycoon? Oh, well, yeah, definitely. Um, just makes the job tougher, doesn't it, from, from out there? So do you, do you stick your gun rider, New Zealand's best rider, on the wide, from the wide gate to navigate it? Oh, Opie, I'm just waiting. He's, he's uh, having a sweat for the races, so I haven't heard from him yet, but 
it'll be announced shortly. Um, Mark, okay, looking forward to that. He'll be having a sweat, but he'll be listening to SCNZ, you know that. Um, now, you have always said you were so excited to train the two-year-olds and the, the three-year-olds, get back into that, especially the babies. You've got a Karaka Million where you've got chances galore to keep the streak live, alive. It would be seven in a row for Dave and yourself and Tiako, of course, Jamie previously. How much does it mean to win this race for what you guys do in your business? Oh, it means a lot, hell of a lot, Louis. Like, you got to take your hat off to Dave for buying, you know, you try and find anywhere in the world that someone's bought six consecutive winners of a major race in any country in the world, and I, I think you'd struggle to find it. So you got to really take your hat off to him for doing it, but hopefully it can continue. For two-year-olds especially, but any race worth a million dollars, how crucial is a barrier, just for our sporting audience? Oh, I think it is. You'd rather be drawn in than out. Let's face it, it's not ideal with a couple of those draws, but sometimes it depends on the tempo of the race too, Louis. If they go mad up front, it does give a backmarker a chance to get home. And normally when there's a million dollars for grabs, jockeys too, do tend to put the pedal down a fair bit. So um, I, I think Trobian in particular is drawn perfectly really for him. And you'd have to say now that he's probably our number one seed once those barrier draws have come out. Yeah, well, he's a he's a proper little racehorse, as Opie told us last week. He runs hard and he runs runs straight, doesn't he? Of all of your two year olds, and well, let's start with your two year olds. Of them all, who's shown the most progression since the start of their prep? Would you say? Taliska's probably the the, the smoky in the race. His run at Tirapa was very good, and I think he's just really hit and peak at the right time so he, he's probably the smoky for the stable even though he's a maiden he hasn't won a race but uh, we, we do think he's and, and by a young stallion too called Embellish that uh, Tiakau trained and we've got a very high opinion of his progeny. Yeah of course Embellish uh, winning the Embellishment in the 2000 Guineas market. His run, like the sectionals, were the best at Tarapa last start and behind Trobriant. Um, you've got seven runners in the race. So have your other five jockeys sorted? Are you just waiting for those top two, Trobriant and Tokyo Tycoon? Uh, we're just still sorting out who's going on who. So um, Karen, Karen will announce that soon uh, via social media. Right, Mark. Uh, the other big gun, um, and there's plenty of good racing across the car. We'll probably talk to you again before Saturday comes around, but wild night. Barrier 2, Legato Barrier 1. That adds, that adds a little bit of intrigue, doesn't it? So what were, what were your thoughts when you heard 2 for the big wild night, the flashy guy? As I say, it's always uh, helpful being drawn in. and But funny enough, Legato and him are, are normally pattern of racing. They do get back a little bit. Uh, so it's not, and I, th- I think a mile is totally different to a two-year-old race uh, for your sports listeners. It's totally different concept. So they're not quite as important over a mile. The barrier draws. Yeah, they should have time to work into it. Hopefully, they both get clear runs, mate. And I love that you and Kenny have been galloping them together, and, and I think that's great. He's coming up a little bit later on, so we'll, we'll chat to him about Legato. Mark, appreciate your time. Appreciate all your time. Uh, good luck, and we will watch eagerly, but sounds like Opie might be on the number one seed, in your words, Tro Brienne. Anyway, we'll watch and find out. Appreciate your time.
Okay, cheers, guys. Thank you. Good on you, Marcus. I mean, I think he gave yeah. it away, Smithy, without giving it away, didn't he? <laughs> well, he, he said it in a word he can't say, really. <laughs> I think that's uh, the guts of it. They're absolutely peeved uh, with the luck they've had. Uh, with Tokyo Tycoon, I think there's a CEO of uh, Waikato Racing who won't be particularly chuffed. There'll be smoke coming out of his ears as he's walking around the birdcage uh, about now, I would imagine, at Tarapa. But uh, a lot of people involved uh, in that, and that's why it's such an important piece of information coming through those barrier draws. Um, we uh, will take, we take a short break. Uh, we'll have a news bulletin with uh, Araha, and then we'll come back and talk to uh, some more key players. Some will be happier than others. There's no doubt about that. Here's Araha. Vodafone has one awesome summer of sport lined up for you. Making SNZ news this hour. One person's been found dead at an Auckland address. The body discovered at a St George's Bay Road property in upmarket Parnell overnight. East Coast residents are prepping for another storm with weather warnings and watches issued for Thaidafetsi Gisborne, where a state of emergency remains. And a prominent economist says New Zealand's pretty much already in recession after a new business confidence survey found almost three quarters of businesses expected the economy to deteriorate this year. SCNZ Radio. Download the SCNZ app today and listen live or catch up on anything you missed from your favourite show. Andy Murray believes he deserved his win last night after battling for nearly five hours to take victory against Matsuo Berezzini, 6-3-6-3-4-6-6-7-7-6. Now organisers are scrambling to try and fit in the 22 cancelled or postponed first round singles games into day three after heat delays and then nighttime downpours at Melbourne Park. More Insight 30 on SENZ. Grow your future on a fertile foundation with Legion Perennial Ryegrass. Agricom's complete all-rounder. ADM, importing stock fee. You're listening to Mornings with Ian Smith, bringing you the 2023 Karaka Million Barriers Announcement, live on SENZ. And I am accompanied this morning by, of course, uh, Louis Herman Watt and uh, Mark Clayton, who are our racing experts here on SENZ. And we spoke just moments ago to Mark Walker. He said those jockey appointments uh, for Saturday will be up very shortly, Louis Herman Watt. And he's true to his word. They snapped up almost as he spoke. Uh, um, of interest to me, of course, is Opie's choice. And you got it right. Yeah, and I think I could see this coming from a wee way out. We spoke to Opie last week, Clado, and he said that he's a proper, serious little racehorse. And he's got huge respect for Tokyo Tycoon. He said there was nothing between them. Um, it probably was just up to the draw, to be honest. I'll give you this. Craig Zaki's on Tokyo Tycoon, though. He's a genuine chance. He's a super rider from South Africa. Sam Weatherly on Taliska. Warren Kennedy, Balance of Power. Believe in Magic, Vinnie Colgan. Rhetorical Sam Spratt. And she turns head, Jake Bayless, will take the ride there. So that's what's going on with Tiako. But on a race day today at Tarapa, he's been good enough to give us his time. So we will bounce straight along to a, um, well, a great racing man. And, geez, you love a fast filly, don't you, Ken? Ken Kelso. I love any fast one, mate. Yeah, you, you certainly <laughs> do. And you've had a few, but Legato in particular, she's got us all tongues wagging, mate. Um, barrier one, what's your gut when you heard that? Oh, it's got a barrier I would have picked, but, uh, you know, barriers are something you can't do much about. It's like the weather, you know, you just got to go with it. But 
it's quite funny, really, that uh, he's drawn the side while night and they've become good friends because they've been working together. So we just heard from Mark Walker, and I think people will find that interesting. You probably wouldn't get the Crusaders and the Blues going to train together and do a paddock run um, on a Wednesday <laughs> or a Thursday before a Super Rugby final, but you, you and Mark, and I seem to recall you and Jamie didn't mind doing this as well, so is it... There's just no concern about seeing where the horse is at. It's just, it is what it is. Nah, it's just what it is. It's just work. There are two horses working together, you know. It's uh, going the same distance. We're doing the same thing. We probably train very similar. So, uh, you know, you know, I don't think there's anything special in it. And I shouldn't read too much into it. It's just uh, it's got two nice horses working together. And, you know, that's um, about all it is, really. Now, I saw that she drifted just to 220, which is probably people just wondering, you know, as you said, one isn't maybe the ideal draw. Over a mile, is it concerning? Will she have time to be able to find her feet and still pick a gap? She'll obviously be accompanied by Ryan Elliott, who's proven himself time and time again. Is she going to have time to find a gap and, and really level out? Oh, definitely. You know, as Mark said earlier, when you are talking to him about the the two different races, I mean, uh, 1,200 metres of two-year-old race is very important that you draw good, I think. But, uh, the three-year-old's not important. They've got a mile. It's a big, long straight. Um, plenty of time to work out. There should be a bit of speed in the race with Wessex in it again. So, you know, he's got ample time to sort of um, get off the rail or, you know, and um, find some room. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely not as important. And Ken, just for our sporting listeners, we're talking about Legato and Wild Knight. This really is two of our top three-year-olds we've seen in recent times. But in the trainer's words, why is she so special at this young age? Oh, I just think she's got everything that you ask and, you know, that you want in a horse. She's got, obviously, got ability. She's got a temperament. She's got uh, a very good constitution. And uh, touch wood, this stage, she's very sound. And they're the four things that, you know, make a good racehorse, and she's ticked all those boxes, and uh, she's got that will to win. You know? But don't let's forget, there's a few other horses in the race too. Mm. It's just not Legato and Wild Knight. You know, it's, it's a very good field. There's Proess and Cookie Sauce, and uh, you know, Forceman's horses. And, you know, it's 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 a very good horse. So it's not, definitely not a two horse race. It's a ripper, Ken. It's a ripper, but you're a pr- protagonist. I yep. appreciate your time, mate. I'll let you crack on and hit the Tarapa. Beauty, beauty. Thanks, Louis. Catch you later. See you, mate. Yeah, Ken and Bev, they've done a wonderful job for the industry, Clater, for a wee while. They certainly have. And I think it's imperative, you know, that eight-carat classic, she had a run right-handed, her first right-handed run in her career, and she got up at county, so falls falls into place nicely. Right, let's bounce back, Smithy, to the two-year-old race. Um, Impenda Bell, Tony Pike, you've got yourself a ripping filly here. She can run, and you've got yourself a... Well, a draw that you wouldn't quibble at. Five, what was your int- uh, initial reaction, my friend? Yeah, look, anywhere probably inside six would have been ideal. And um, obviously with uh, the ballot not to come out starting from gate four, you probably couldn't have picked a better gate for her, to be fair. What's her biggest asset, Tony? Oh, look, a lovely laid-back filly for a two-year-old. Um, obviously a lot of two-year-olds get a fair bit of pressure put on them at this time of the year. And uh, often, you know, mentally they don't handle it very well. But um, she's a... A very laid-back filly doesn't uh, really worry about much and uh, pretty easy filly to train, to be fair. 
Yeah, I know you've got a lot of time for her, and I think she was sensational. She drew wide at Pukekohe, played on me. We were here for the good oil. I think she chased so hard. She gave us every inkling she was going to love the 1,200. Who is your biggest competitor? Tokyo Tycoon outdrew her that day. Who is the one to beat in this race, from your opinion? Oh, I think you've uh, probably got to go with Creo Brand. He's um, done everything that's been asked of him. He looks like a, a really professional racehorse, and um, yeah, obviously is. As much as the horse is open in these sort of races, he's, he's a very hard man to beat. And Tutakaka, I see, goes back. You won this race last year, I seem to remember. Was it Rapid Falls? Uh, the top? Yeah, Rapid Falls won last year. It's been a race that's been pretty kind to us, actually, after years. The Karaka Cup. So how is Tutakaka? Oh, man. Nabba had an absolute handful last start, didn't he? Is he has he come on even more? Yeah, he's approached again. Um, we were pretty confident when he went to Taupo. He went well up to Rapa, but he just had to start back in the seat and obviously probably needed those uh, two runs. But um, obviously it was a, a lesser class of race at Taupo, but he did it very dominantly. And, and I think he's going to be very hard to beat uh, on Saturday as work on Monday at uh, Counties is outstanding. And I think he's just hitting, hitting peak form again. Will you be leaving Pocky with a winner come Saturday, Tony? No, I hope, hopefully you're leaving with two, Louis. Oh, that'd be kind to you. Thank you, mate. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, boys. On your pikey. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. I was just uh, thinking about uh, the, the uh, pattern of racing because uh, whilst, uh, you know, some of these horses have had a, a bit of experience on the racetrack as so, such Clado, the pattern of racing is very interesting to me here. Um, you know, and, and luck plays a big factor with young horses as well and how they react to a big crowd, a big occasion, that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, he's one of the keys he said here, lovely uh, and, and uh, a lovely natured horse you know a, a really lovely natured horse in that regard a lovely filly and that the, and they tend to handle the big occasions better well they do smithy and and what i really like about impenderbell that uh win at wellington the wakefield challenge stakes she copped a decent buffeting turning in for home and for a filly to just to bounce up and she just shrugged it off and got down to business and it really showed that she's a definite contender for this million dollar race where you know it's all Guns for leather and um, and Penderbell, she's going to hold a spot. Um, drawing better than last start, she had a look around county. She drew barrier nine on that occasion. She got back and she hit the line really nicely, coming through them and behind Tokyo Tycoon. And she, could, you could say, she's definitely got the drop on Tokyo Tycoon this weekend. Well, she quickened Clado, and I did say before that uh, Theory of Star just had the one start. No, she did. You you pointed out she did run that second at uh, Tarapa that day as well, but. She with barrier three, and Forsman's been able to just smoke his pipe and take his time with her, so she's got to be a really hot chance as well, Smithy. Well, there's a couple of interesting facts for you, fellas. You probably know this, but a lot of our listeners will not know this. Barrier one and barrier 14 have had the most wins in the two-year-old race, okay? (laughs) The two-year-old race, barrier one and barrier 14. They have both had a success rate of 20%, three wins. No horse in the two-year-old race has ever won from barrier six. Trobriand, oh, barrier six. So just put the that in. Way. <laughs> it's your superstitious. <laughs> and that'll make our, our friends uh, on Tokyo Tycoon just a little bit more encouraged. 20% success rate. Of course, if you draw that wide, you have to, don't have to worry about too much outside you. And, and if you, you know, you've got a horse and you've got a, a jockey that can balance your horse and get it into a position where he's not too exposed, you just never know. Uh, barrier six dust, by the way, fellas. Barrier six, uh, and that'll interest um, the owners and the connections of Kafre. Barrier six has had the most wins in the three-year-old, with a success rate of thirty point seven seven percent and four wins. What do you make of that? 
Wow. I mean, it's two very different stories. It almost kind of paints a lottery, Smithy. Anyway, hey, I know that those at New Zealand Bloodstock, and those stats, by the way, have come to New Zealand Bloodstock, they'll be following along very, very keenly. So I think we're going to catch up with Patrick Cunningham after the Smithy. Okay, yeah, let's head to a break then and get Patrick on the line.
bringing you the 2023 Karaka Million Barriers Announcement live on SENZ. Yes, joined by Mark Clayton this morning in studio along with Louis Herman Watt. Talk about nothing getting past me. Nothing gets past uh, one David Ellis. DC has just texted in, fellas. So cop this. Two of our Karaka Million runners have drawn the outside. On the bubbles, remember on the bubbles? And a fairly good horse in the name of Probable Louis. Probable through the outside. Did not yeah. matter. Oh, I, re- <laughs> I recall it. George Simon at his absolute best. Yeah, you don't, wouldn't get, get much past DC, would you? You wouldn't try no, either. Not much. <laughs> you, no, you wouldn't try. You wouldn't try. Scary. Hey, um, we got Patrick Cunningham on the line at New Zealand Bloodstock. Uh, obviously, none of this. None of this would be possible without New Zealand Bloodstock. Patrick, I know you're a keen punting man, you're a keen racing man. What took your interest from those draws? <laughs> yeah, good morning, guys. Um, I mean, geez, it's a bit of a bombshell with some of those, uh, the, the results from that barrier draw there. Um, I think for me, you really got to look at Ethereal Star and obviously Trobrian's very much firmed in the market and um, not to mention Impender Bell as well also um, for that two-year-old race there. Ethereal Star, I think she is the most expensive. She was the most expensive yearling in this race. They wanted the best filly, didn't they? Uh, Andrew Forsman and his pals. I think Andy Williams was involved as well. Yeah, definitely. They um, they shelled out a fair price. It's fair to say. Um, only ten months ago, when we had the yearling sales in March, there. Um, so it was six hundred thousand dollars to the um, yeah to the fall of the hammer to Andy Williams and um, Andrew Forsman. So um, no, it's great for them to sort of see almost. Uh, um, hopefully, uh, an immediate turn of return on investment there. Um, you know, just to be able to buy a yearling, and then um, you know, to have to get to the two-year-old race um, in itself is an achievement. And um, you know, to if they can go and shout, well, you know, first cross the line there for the million-dollar race, um, it will just go be a great result for um, that level of investment they put in. Now I'm going to try and do my Clado and um, impersonation, do some train spotting here, but I don't know how it will go, Clado. Do you know? Do you know who sold Dynastic? Do I know who sold Dynastic? No, Hallfield Hallmark Stud. Oh, I think it was Windsor Park, wasn't it, Pat? Am I right in thinking yeah. that? Yeah, that's correct. In, now, um, in, uh, in partnership there with um, John Thompson, um, a very oh. um, astute breeder, not with not the Richard John Thompson, another um, <laughs> very valued client of New Zealand Bloodstock. Anyway, so, um, so. the favourite for this year's race, Trobri and. Am I wrong in suggesting also from the uh, powerful Windsor Park stud? Yes, that's also correct. Um, and funny enough, they've also got a, um, I believe they've got a half relation um, in the sale that um, in, in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but yeah, no trobri, and he's obviously a son of Kermadec there. And um, I'd say, you know, Kermadec himself was a, three-year-old sort of type of runner and so what um, Trobrian himself is doing is um, probably um, you know, exceeding any expectation um, with how he's performing as a two-year-old so it's almost quite frightening to think um, you know fast forward 12 months from now um, where he might be just the way he knuckles down and um, gets to seems to win these races at such a young age. Yeah a bit like, a bit like Al Manziel last year with uh, Dynastic as well it was kind of like whoa that's we knew Di- uh, Al Manziel was going to be an absolute champion of the barn but we didn't know it was going to happen that fast uh, three-year-old race Legato Wild Night what's your headline out of that Pat? Um, oh, I mean, it's, you know, it's hard to rule out either of those two, but you've also got to, um, you know, I think you can't discredit the likes of Prowess and Desert Lightning and the other eight runners in the field. Um, 
you know, there's um, a lot of invest level of investment there um, that's um, hopefully going to come to fruition for well, at least one of these runners. Um, but, you know, I think if you're looking at the value, I think Wild Knight, just the way he seems to um, get through his gears and win these races, um, you know, it, to be honest, it's really, you, you could ask anyone and they'll come up with a different answer and how with the reasoning and all that. So, no, nah, very much um, on behalf of the company, we couldn't be more excited to... Um, you know, to host such a exceptional race, particularly that three-year-old for how competitive it will be. Bang on, mate. We cannot wait. The good oil will be there, Clayton. We're going to be there live on Saturday. Uh, Patrick, we'll bump into you there. Appreciate your time. Hey, no trouble, guys. All the best. And um, Smithy, the breeding obviously is so important, but so is the punting, mate. And we've mm. actually rolled out the heavy hitters. We've got Stephen Hunt, your weekend nemesis. Yeah, well, Stephen Hunt owes me a bit, I think it's fair to say, over the years. But uh, I would imagine Stephen Hunt and his colleagues have been quite busy in the last uh, 50 minutes or so. Stephen, what's uh, what's been the reaction market-wise? Morning, Smithy, and morning, team. Uh, look, a little bit of uh, ramifications around the jaws has to be said. I think in particular with the two-year-olds, uh, Trubion drawing a nice gate. Uh, the Tokyo Tycoon is on barrier 14, the outside gate. That's where the switcheroo has happened. Trubion, who was around roughly $5, prior to the barrier draws, is now a clear favourite with 3.8, and with Opie Boston declaring himself in terms of the Tiakau team, that will be his ride. We're already seeing a flow of money in the last 10 to 15 minutes on the number one. And Tokyo Tycoon with that outside marble, 380 out to $5. Uh, to with that form-round Trobion has also been a firmer of a nice gate, uh, 7 into 5 post the draws. Ethereal Star just gone out a turn or two, out to $7. And then Pender Bell, I thought her run had a lot of merit last start at Pukekohe in behind Tokyo Tycoon. has finally got a, a, good, a decent alley to work with uh, compared to her last start. Hey, Stephen, uh, one we haven't really had time to mention, and I'll just get your thoughts quickly on this. I don't, I'm not discounting Dapper. They know how to win this race, and I just, I mean, I know you write into your ratings and you would have watched this last one carefully. He just looked like he got more engines than he had to use. He was doing his best work at the line, and as you say, uh, John O'Ben and Holly Winyard, they can work that the horses back from this particular meeting and get success. Um, look, it's a different form line. I'm not sure if it's the form line that will be winning the race. It probably needs to improve a couple of lengths at least to match the Tiakau Pier and Trobion and Taliska and, and even Tokyo Tycoon. Uh, but, uh, look, these two-year-olds can improve after one, one or two starts from the races. Uh, we know with the juveniles, they can perform and improve significantly by race by race in their two-year-old year. So, look, I'm not ruling it out, but just on face, he probably needs to improve, and that's why you're seeing it in the middle teens. Bang on. There you go, Stephen Hunt. He's the head bookie there at tab.co.nz. If you're going to play, be 18, gamble responsibly. We'll be back and wrap it all up with Smithy, Clayton and myself after this. On SENZ. Yes, and we've had a very busy hour, and we've got about 50 seconds to label a couple. So, Clayton, label us one in each, please, now that you've got the info. Okay, Trobriand to be the ethereal star in the two-year-old and Legato to beat the intimidator in the three-year-old. Louis Hammond what? Clado. Um, Trobriand to just beat Impenda Bell and it's just the Quinella. It's Aegon and Amaralina all over again. Legato and Wild Knight, but Legato gets her nose down. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, it's been wonderful. I'm going to go away this afternoon and take in the information we've just got in the last hour. While I'm listening to Mark Watson for What in the Afternoon. Stay with us, folks. Busy afternoon coming up as well. It's been fun, gents. Thank you. See you soon.